Eruvin Perik Vav So let's say we've got courtyards that open up into an alley. So the courtyards need Eruvin to permit carrying between the house and the courtyards, and then all these courtyards together would need a shittuf to permit carrying between the courtyards and the alley. So this Mishnah will discuss cases where one was made without the other. So let's say you've got chamesh so let's say you've got five courtyards that open up into an alley. Okay, so five by side by side, and there's one alley in front of them. They all individually open up into each one. Erva into the alley. Erva So let's say each courtyard made its own erov. but they did not join together in shetuf for the alley. Mutarim The permitters are carrying their own courtyards between the house and the courtyards in each individual courtyard, but they're not permitted to carry in the alley between the courtyards and the alley. Um, for example, because the Erovs permitting carrying in the courtyards, but not in the alley. But if they also join together in a shittuf for the alley, they're permitted to carry here in the courtyard and there in the alley, because they made both an Erov and a shittuf. Now, let's say what happens if what if one resident did not join into the Erov or did not join into the shittuf, what happens? If each courtyard made its own Erov and they also joined together in a shittuf for the alley, and let's say one of the residents of the courtyard forgot to join in the courtyard's Erov, but did participate in the shittuf for the alley, Mutarin Kamakan, they are permitted to carry both here in the courtyard and there in the alley, because in such a case a shittuf permits carrying in the courtyards even without an erov. Now, even though the erov of that courtyard is invalid because it's missing a residence, the shittuf is still valid because all the residents joined into it, making it making them one group. Now, normally when the rabbis prohibit to carry in courtyards without an erov, they, they, normally the rabbis prohibit carrying in the courtyards without an erov, even when a shittuf is made, because the shittuf is, is kept in only one courtyard. Therefore, the children who live in other courtyards might not be aware of the shittuf, and they might grow up thinking carrying between the houses and courtyards is permi- permitted without any procedure, like an erov or shittuf, to allow it. But when an erov was made, even if it's invalid, the shittuf permits carrying in the courtyard, since the children will see the erov, and realizing that carrying in the courtyard is not permitted with that one. So it, it might just be that this Erov is invalid, but children will still see that there is an Erov, so they're not going to grow up thinking there is no Erov. Now, however, if one of the members of the Ali forgotten did not join in the Shittof, but did join in an Erov for the courtyard, they're permitted to carry in the courtyards, but are prohibited to carry in the Ali. Carrying in the courtyards is permitted because they've got a valid Erov. However, carrying in the alley is prohibited because the Shittuf is invalid, missing a member, and an Erov cannot permit carrying in the alley. <clears throat> the Mishnah now explains why the sages enacted the laws of Shittufei. Because an alley, in relation to the courtyards, is like a courtyard in relation to the houses. Now, just like rabbis prohibited to carry between houses and the courtyard without an Erov, because they were worried people might mistakenly carry between a private domain and a public domain, so too they prohibited carrying between a courtyard and an alley without a shitof for the same reason. Mishnah Tet. Every residence of a courtyard must join the Erov, otherwise it's invalid. This Mishnah will discuss whether a person's right to walk through a courtyard is enough to make them considered a resident of that courtyard. Now we're going to see three cases. So let's say you've got, so you got two courtyards, one located inside the other, so that the residents of the inner courtyard must walk through the outer courtyard to reach the street. So think about this, you've got a street... You've got an entrance into one courtyard, that is the outer courtyard, and then that leads through to another 
courtyard, which is the inner courtyard. You can only access the inner courtyard by going through the outer courtyard. So erva hapanimitz v'lo erva hachisonit hachitzonah. So let's you got the inner courtyard made its own erov, but the outer courtyard did not make any erov at all. It had no erov of its own, or nor nor did join in the erov of the inner courtyard. Hapanimitz muteretz carrying in the inner one is permitted. They have their own erov v'hachisonah asura, but carrying in the outer one is prohibited because they do not have an erov. The erov of the inner courtyard is valid, even though the outer residents do not join it, because the residents of the outer courtyard have no rights to the inner one and are therefore not residents of it. So people in the outer courtyard, they've got no reason to go into the inner courtyard. They don't need to access anywhere through it. So it's not they're not considered to be party to it. So therefore, they are not able to use the erov. The reverse case, if the outer made an erov, but the inner one did not, carrying both of them is prohibited since the residents of the inner courtyard have the right to walk through the outer courtyard. The outer one must include the residents of the inner one in the erov. Since the residents of the inner courtyard did not join it in, into the error of the error of the outer one is not valid. Now the third case, erva zola asma If this one made it an error and that one made it an error but they did not join in the joint error zum teretz mipnei asma v'zom muteret mipnei asma. This one is permitted to carry its own courtyard. That one is also permitted in its own courtyard because both errors are valid. In this case, the outer error is valid even though the residents of the inner courtyard did not join it because according to this tana, residents who are permitted to carry in their own courtyard do not prohibit another courtyard through which they have. Rights of passage. So even though the inner erov does not, so we've seen that the inner erov does not need the outer residents to join into it. Therefore, the inner erov is valid, and carrying in the inner erov is permitted. As a result, the outer erov is also valid, even though the inner residents do not join into it, because this tana holds the rights of passage prohibits carrying in the outer erov in the outer courtyard only when it's held by people who cannot carry in their own courtyard. But as long as the inner courtyard are able to carry in their own. According to this Tana, the people in the outer courtyard can carry themselves. Rabbi Akiva osir hachitzona. However, Rabbi Akiva prohibits carrying in the outer one. Shedrisat haregel osarta because the rights of the passage of the residents of the inner courtyard prohibits carrying in the outer one. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, having a right of passage through a courtyard makes one like a full resident of it, and the outer roof cannot be valid without these people joining into it. Now, v'chachamim remember the sages say in the risat haregel osarta, the rights of passage of an inner courtyard never prohibits an outer courtyard because a rite of passage does not make one a resident of the outer courtyard. So the Chachamim disagree with both the first Tana and Rabbi Kiva. According to the sages, a person's right to walk through a render of the courtyard does not make them like a resident of the courtyard. Therefore, even if the members of the inner courtyard did not make their own erov, they do not prohibit the outer courtyard. Thus, if the residents of the outer courtyard made their own erov and the inner ones do not, carrying is permitted in the outer courtyard. Have a great day.